For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Nexus 6, a shocking racial slur on a digital traffic sign in Wake County. We'll tell you how it got there. Plus, breaking news, North Carolina officials say a popular snack for kids has dangerous levels of lead and parents you need to know to throw it away immediately. A near record warm for us to start the weekend. We have more on the way. We'll talk about how warm it could be to close out the weekend coming up. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. A disturbing sight overnight in Southern Wake County. Late last night, someone changed an electronic highway sign to display a racial slur. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Julian Grace. Thanks again for joining us this evening. Well, that sign has been fixed, but neighbors are still shocked. WRL's Eric Miller has more on what happened and how people are responding. One neighbor WRAL spoke with off camera was so shocked when she heard what happened, her jaw literally dropped. That woman, like many others, frustrated and wondering who would do something like this. On Donnybrook Road Saturday night, vandalism writ large. We've blurred the racial slur on this photo shared by a WRAL viewer, but that man tells us he was so upset by what he saw near Ransdale Road that he called 911. A North Carolina Department of Transportation spokesperson tells WRAL the sign was hacked sometime overnight. The sign had both a lock and a passcode to prevent someone changing the message, but DOT says the sign wasn't locked and the vandal or vandals were able to breach the passcode. The DOT spokesperson says the sign belongs to two contractors, Branch Civil and Flatiron, and those contractors have now, quote, addressed this to ensure the sign and others are secured with both lock and passcode. The sign itself was fixed by 6 a.m. Saturday. Eric Miller, WRAL News, Raleigh. We know you have more questions. We reached out to Branch Civil and Flatiron for comment. We have not heard back from them as of yet. We will continue to follow up. Now, this isn't the first time one of those light up traffic signs has been hacked in our viewing area. See, back in 2018, someone tampered with the signs in Raleigh. They displayed negative and vulgar messages about cyclists along Ironman route on old U.S. Highway 1. In 2014, someone was able to get into the DOT's digital roadside system and wrote, quote, hacked by son hacker. The DOT immediately inspected every sign in the state to make sure it doesn't happen again. We have some breaking news to tell you about. A NCDHHS investigation has led to a recall of applesauce pouches nationwide. We're talking about Wanabana apple cinnamon fruit pouches. Now you can see the packaging right here. We want you to look at that closely. State DHHS investigators started looking into the lead levels of this product after several children in Western North Carolina had high levels of lead in their blood. The state shared its findings with the FDA and that ultimately led to the recall. 
The recall involves any Wanabana apple cinnamon fruit puree pouches, regardless of lock code or expiration. These are sold nationally and can be found at Sam's Club and Dollar Tree. More gun violence this weekend in Fayetteville, where overnight police responded to not one, but two homicide scenes. One of them was on Pamela Drive, the other on Tamarack Drive. Today, Fayetteville has surpassed the number of murders the city had in all of last year. Let that sink in. WRL's Carly Haynes is live in Fayetteville with more on these two shootings. Carly. Julian, we're at the spot where one of those homicides happened this morning. Now, this murder ticks the count up to 45 so far this year, and that's five more than this time last year. Um, here's what the scenes looked like earlier this morning. One man was found shot and killed on Pamela Drive at around 3.59, almost at 4 a.m. We still don't know if police have a suspect in custody for this. We're also working to learn the identity of the victim. Then, less than an hour later, just a six-minute drive away, police found a man shot multiple times on Tamarack Drive. That's where we're standing right now. He was dead when they got there, but once again, we're trying to learn more about the suspect and the victim. In a statement to WRAL, Fayetteville police say that the rise in homicides can seem disheartening, but they take a proactive and progressive approach to investigating and solving crimes. They say that involves three approaches place-based, putting officers in areas prone to crime, person-based, identifying repeat criminals, and community-based, getting people out of crime by offering certain programs. Though the scenes have cleared, both of these remain under active investigation. Fayetteville police say for the vast majority of these homicides, arrests have been made. Julian. Police will still need critical tips in that one as well. Carly Haynes reporting live for us in Fayetteville tonight. Thank you. All right, we want to change the subject just a little bit here. You're looking at the Clayton Fall Festival, a beautiful day. Hopefully you were able to get outside and enjoy the sunshine earlier today because temperatures were nearly 15 degrees higher than normal for this time of year. How about that? Meteorologist Anthony Baglione, he is right there tracking this near record-breaking heat. Anthony. Okay, we will get back to Anthony in just a little bit because we know you want to learn more about that heat up. Here's another story we want to keep you on tabs about. Raleigh police say a man died after being hit by a tow truck on Avent Ferry Road. It happened last night near the Food Lion parking lot shortly around 1030. Police say 59-year-old James Walker was lying under a flatbed wrecker near the rear tire when the accident happened. Walker died in the hospital. There are currently no charges filed against the driver of the wrecker, and police said the case remains under investigation. Crews rushed a woman to the hospital after someone shot her at home. It happened near Stony Brook Drive just before 11 p.m. last night. Now, police tell us it appeared someone fired shots from outside, hitting the woman inside the leg. She is expected to be okay. Now, investigators say they have no suspect information at this time. We will continue to follow up. We're reaching out to learn more about a bad crash that shut down all southbound lanes on US-1 in Franklin County overnight. It happened near Janice Avenue around 2 a.m. We know a tractor trailer and at least two other vehicles were involved. No word yet on what caused the accident. We're still working to learn the conditions of the people involved. Lanes reopened shortly before 5 a.m. 
All right, let's get right back to Anthony. Anthony, that heat up so many people are so happy about. It got me speechless, Julian. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. We have the warm temperatures not feeling like the end of October here, early November. Here's the kind of unofficial high temperatures that we've seen today. The Weather Service will kind of go back over the data and put out that official high later on this evening. 85, those where we got to in Raleigh, 86 is the record. So near record territory there. And also in Fayetteville, 84, that record was 87. Here's where we sit right now. 82 in Raleigh and Durham, 81 in Fayetteville. We're at 78, Goldsboro and Rocky Mount. Into tomorrow, though, I do think we have a better chance of breaking that record. 86 is the forecast. The record's 83. That likely will go down, I think, for us tomorrow. Then again into Monday, near record territory. 85 is the forecast. 86 was the record set back in 1996. Where we go from there, though, we've been talking about kind of the Halloween chill that's on the way. If you like the warm temperatures, make sure to soak them up. We have this big time cold front that's back to the west right now. It's going to linger there for a little bit here, Julian, over the next couple of days, but this is going to come in with a big time punch into Halloween. We'll talk about the major temperature drop on the way here in just a few minutes. Uh, you said major, so the cool down is coming. Thanks, Anthony. Israel's military says it's moving into the next phase of the war as it expands ground operation into Gaza. As Mike Tobin reports, it comes as families of those held hostage express concerns about how the escalation could impact negotiations. Smoke once again rising over northern Gaza as Israel escalates its attacks on the Strip. Overnight, Israeli forces say they expanded ground operations in the region, striking dozens of terrorist targets and killing several Hamas operatives. Defense Minister Yoav Gallant held a situation assessment with Israel's chief of staff on Saturday. He says the country is moving into the next stage of war. Last night, we have accomplished a phase in the war. We will continue to be strong and precise and hunt down every terrorist. But an expanded ground offensive is raising concerns hostages taken by Hamas could be put into further danger. Families of those missing met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Saturday, saying they support a swap of hostages for Palestinian prisoners. We have to do a lot of pressure, probably on Qatar. This is the main goal that we need to do. And we need answers now, not today, now. Meanwhile, the main internet and cell towers in Gaza went down overnight, throwing the region into a widespread blackout. Relief groups say they lost contact with staff members in the Gaza Strip, sparking concerns about their ability to provide critical aid. The humanitarian and human rights consequences will be devastating and long-lasting. Thousands have already died, many of them children. As fighting intensifies, Israel says nearly 230 people are held hostage in the Gaza Strip. In southern Israel, Mike Tobin, WRAL News. Investigators provided new information today about the man behind the Lewiston, Maine mass murder. They say they discovered Robert Card's body in a storage container at a recycling plant where he used to work. He had shot himself. Investigators believe Card brought the high-powered rifle he used legally in July, just days before he was hospitalized and ordered to undergo a psychiatric evaluation. Card killed 18 people and wounded more than a dozen others. Former Vice President Mike Pence is dropping out of the presidential race. Pence had been struggling to raise money and gain traction in the polls. He made the announcement in Las Vegas on Saturday at the annual gathering of the Republican Jewish Coalition. Jeep maker Stellantis has reached a tentative contract agreement with the United Auto Workers Union. It follows a template set earlier this week by Ford. 
The deal must still be ratified by members. However, it leaves only General Motors without a contract with the union. All right, there is still so much to talk about. The college football lineup today included the rivalry meeting of Clemson and NC State. Ahead, WRL's Casey Hintz will explain the shining moments from the Pac's defense that led them to victory. And a beautiful day for families to enjoy everything from pumpkin painting to fire truck rides. Just ahead, the motivation for this first ever family event at Rocky Mount Mills. Ah, look at that beautiful shot of Sanford, doesn't it? It looks so great. I hope after the show today you're able to get out there and enjoy your evening. Well, this happened today. Hundreds of people walked together this morning in Fayetteville to bring awareness to Alzheimer's disease. WRL's Gilbert Bays was the MC of today's walk to end Alzheimer's. The event started at Sagra Stadium, home of the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. Now, according to Alzheimer's Association, more than six million Americans have the disease. Today's walk is part of the world's largest event that raises awareness and funds for Alzheimer's care, support and research. That's not all. There is more to talk about. From Fayetteville to Cary's Fenton, where hundreds of people came together today to recognize the fight against breast cancer. Making strides against breast cancer of the Triangle held a walk this morning to celebrate survivors and their caregivers and offer hope to those who are battling right now. The event raised awareness and money for breast, can breast cancer, cancer rather, research. It's really nice to see how year after year you get more and more people to come out. We've got more and more vendors. We share more and more information about breast cancer awareness and the things that we need to be doing as women and men who could potentially be um, suffering from breast cancer. Oh, we are so grateful for the walk and those caregivers as well. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. The first ever Day at the Mills event was a big hit today at Rocky Mount Mills. Look for yourself. It was a family fun day tailored toward families with exceptional children. The event included activities all over campus, inside and also out, including pumpkin painting, food trucks, fire truck rides, and other live entertainment. We realized that there wasn't a place or a time where in Nashville, Edgecombe County, families were able to get together with all of their all of their children and just enjoy some fun activities as a community. Oh, we love to see the people out there. Now, Rocky Mount Mills is owned by Capital Broadcasting, which is WRL's parent company. Capital Broadcasting teamed up with Barnhill Contracting Company, the local school districts, and others to host today's event. And a lot of smiles out there today. We're so happy about that. Anthony, this weather was absolutely stupendous. Can I say that? It was so great today. You're allowed. Yes, I loved it too. I know there's kind of mixed emotions, Julian, with this because we have the train of, you know, the fall temperatures that people want. And then we also have the, the warmth that I think a lot of people are enjoying. If you don't love the warm temperatures, don't worry. I do have some cooler weather in the forecast and it's coming in coincidentally just in time for Halloween there on Tuesday. Let's get us outside though this evening. This is a live look in Clayton. You can see the Harvest Festival going on. Beautiful. We have the Ferris wheel going around right there, the merry-go-round rather. Lots of people out there enjoying. It's going to be a good evening to get outside, go for a walk, take the dog out. Whatever you are doing, it's going to be good. We're at 82 there as we check out our forecast in Raleigh and Durham. 75 in Lewisburg, 83. Good evening to in Roanoke Rapids. 78 in Wilson, 74 as you head closer to Goldsboro. Down to the south a little bit, 81 there is the reading in Fayetteville, 78 in Irwin, and 76 in Clinton. We didn't quite hit the records today. We were near record territory. 
story for really all of our cities out there. Tomorrow, though, I do think we will see those records go down. 86 is the forecast. 83 is that record set back in 1950. 85 there on Monday is the forecast. 86 is the record. So I think really tomorrow is probably the day where we likely will break the records and if not get close to them by Monday. Where we go from here, though, there's been a lot of talk, of course, about this cold front that is on the way in time for Halloween. It's right now back to the west. It's kind of stalled out there across Tennessee, back down to the deep south. There is a lot of moisture with it showing up right there on satellite and radar. What we have currently is that high pressure and control that keeps our weather nice and calm. You notice there's where we go here the next couple days. 85 on Monday, near record territory into Halloween. 52 degrees, feeling like the 40s. It's going to be a big time difference for us, and it continues there into Wednesday, but we are dry on Wednesday as opposed to Halloween, where we could see a few showers pushing through. As you're planning, though, I know, of course, with rain potentially in the forecast, that kind of adds some concern. It does not look like it's going to be a washout at this point. Look, Clemson has been struggling. They're not the, the Clemson we've yeah. loved over the years. But NC State, unfortunately, they're waiting for basketball to start. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Clemson. That's going to come back to bite them. I can promise you that. Now, it was a 2 p.m. kick on the CW, a far cry from two years ago under the lights between these two programs, both 4-3 and three on the season. State looking for a bounce back after a 24-3 loss to Duke. But if Peyton Wilson has anything to do with it, he was going to make sure this pack team showed fight and toughness. Let's get you out to Carter-Finley Stadium. Dave Dorn, one win shy of tying Earl Edwards for most in program history. He had his guys ready for this one. After a pick by the pack defense, KC Concepcion, state's most explosive weapons. Two big plays on the ensuing drive. This one goes for six, State on top, 10-7. Game in the third, Wilson always putting the money where his mouth is. Tipped and picked for his first career pick six. That made it 17-7, State. Later, the pack threatening again, offense stagnant, but Concepcion makes a play and he gone 72 yards to the house. That was his second touchdown of the game that made it 24 to seven state, but Clemson not going away in this one. Phil Maffa from the one. That's getting the Tigers a little closer here, but then with just a minute to play, Clemson down seven, fourth and long pass. Is going to be incomplete. NC State hangs on 24-17. We got Dave Doran on line one. A lot of negativity, people say, out there. Uh, I get a lot of text messages, you know, ignore the noise, and, and I don't look at it um, because the true people that care about this program have been believing. And, and for those people, I hope you enjoyed that win um, because that took a lot uh, to get these guys back up and for them to fight the way they did. And I couldn't be more proud of them. Can be more proud of him. Duke on the road at number 18, Louisville. Riley Leonard still a bum ankle, giving it a go today as the Blue Devils look to bounce back. The Cardinals, six and one, legitimate ACC title game contenders. The Blue Devils, though, had allowed just five sacks all year. Louisville getting after Leonard there. They had three in the first quarter. Duke hadn't seen an afternoon like this in a minute. Just 97 total yards of offense in the first half. The Cardinals racking it up over 220. Duke has been held scoreless now since the second quarter of the FSU loss last week. This one in the fourth quarter, Devils trail 23-0.
The Texas Rangers completed a remarkable comeback last night to defeat the Arizona Diamondbacks as they walk off home run in the 11th inning to take a 1-0 lead in the World Series. Tonight is Game 2. You can catch it on Fox 50 first pitch at 8 p.m. And the matchups are set for the NC High School Athletic Association's football state playoffs. Head on over to High School OT Live. Fill out your interactive bracket right now. We've got the first round. It all starts on Friday, Julian. All right, I'm going to take a peek. I want to see where those Wake Forest Cougars end up. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. You know, the, the kids, I know they're so excited about this time of year. Right, yeah. How excited do you get about this, Casey? Oh, I love it. I was at Cardinal Gibbons last night uh, for a showdown against Leesville Road. It was a great game. There's going to be so many great matchups coming up next Friday. First round, like I said, we'll have football Friday here with all the highlights. It's just so much fun this time of year. Yeah, I know you love it. Thank you, Casey. And thank you for watching us. We appreciate your time. Do me a big favor as always. Please stay safe out there and we'll see you later tonight. I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.